Statesman Journal's Explore Oregon podcast. I'm your host, Zachary Ness, and in each episode, we highlight Oregon's most beautiful and interesting places. In today's show, we've got a fun winter trip to a snowy waterfall and lake smack in the middle of Newberry Volcanic Monument in central Oregon. We'll be focusing mostly on skis or snowshoes, but this is also a hub for snowmobiling if that's more your speed. Before we get rolling, I want to highlight the sponsors of this podcast that make it possible for us to hire and pay our outdoor journalism interns every spring, summer, and fall. Our first sponsor is the American Forest Resource Council, supporting responsible forestry on public lands throughout the Pacific Northwest. Learn more at amforest.org. We're also supported by Visit Tillamook Coast a land of ocean and forest just an hour from the Willamette Valley that this spring will offer special volunteer vacations designed for visitors to spend a day doing a stewardship project and another headed out on a Tillamook Coast adventure. We'll have more details on this a little bit later in the show. Finally, we're brought to you by the Oregon Parks and Recreation Department that reminds visitors to leave no trace and buy local firewood when camping at state parks to limit the spread of invasive insects. Okay, let's head out for some winter waterfall hunting in the snow of central Oregon and Newberry Volcanic Monument. But first, here's some guitar music to get us rolling. All right, well, welcome to today's episode where we are going to talk about a place that's been on my bucket list for a number of years, and that's heading to snow-covered Paulina Creek Falls in Newberry Volcanic Monument. For just about my entire writing career, I've been on this weird quest to visit as many snowy waterfalls as possible. It's hard to explain exactly why, but there's just something extra fun about skiing and snowshoeing through the forest, and coming to that waterfall covered in snow and ice. Maybe it's that interplay of every form of H2O all in one place, but for me, winter waterfalls are probably my favorite site during the year's coldest months. Over the years, I've gone winter waterfall hunting and bagged a lot of snowy cascades, including Sahalian Kusa Falls, Proxy Falls and Watson Falls, Salt Creek Falls and Diamond Creek Falls, and Tumalo Falls. All of those and more are great. But one place I've never made it until a few weeks back is Paulina Falls in Newberry Monument, just north of Lapine and south of Sun River. It was a trip that was a little different than other snowy waterfall trips. The view of the waterfalls, there's actually two of them right next to each other, is really striking and you can explore it in multiple ways, which is cool. But overall, the thing I enjoyed most about this area was the amount of terrain open for a longer cross-country ski trip, although you can definitely snowshoe too. There's a nice long tour that could be anywhere from 6 to 10 miles, and even much longer if you wanted. And along with the waterfall, there's Paulina Lake to visit. There's a restaurant and lodge where you can get food at the midway point. Like you can get like burgers or even a prime rib dinner at the midway point of this trip. 
And then for those ambitious souls, uh, you can make a run for the summit of Paulina Peak. So here, it's about a lot more than just the waterfall, even though that was the original reason that I traveled there. As far as snow conditions are concerned, this year has been really hit and miss. I took this trip right after one of those big winter storms, so I had great snow cover. It was fantastic. I've been told in recent weeks it's been a little thin, but the good news is that another dump of snow is coming. And actually, by the time you listen to this, it's probably already snowed. So this upcoming week or two looks pretty promising. Either way, I'd call the Bend Fort Rock Ranger District in advance for the latest conditions. And they're really good about sorting you out, whether you want to know how much snow is out there, where you can and can't ski, where you can snowmobile, all of that. I'll mention that this area is a hotbed for snowmobiling. So if that's your jam, you can actually get a commercial snowmobile tour from the snow park from Obsidian Snowmobile Tours. These trips cost $190 to $400. But in general, the trails here do a pretty good job of separating motorized and non-motorized recreation. So those are some of the basics, but let's get into the details. So the trip begins at 10 Mile Snow Park, which has a huge parking lot at the end of a plowed road that again is just north of Lapine. If you need to rent skis or snowshoes, you're in luck. Four Seasons Recreational Outfitters makes for an easy stop and it's just north of the monument in Sun River. On my trip out here, I actually somehow forgot my ski poles, felt like a real idiot, and then just was so lucky that this place was open at eight in the morning too that I could just walk in there, rent my ski poles and get going, but they rent everything else that you might need. They also sell snow park permits, which is one thing that you need to park at 10 mile. You can get a snow park permit at, you know, commercial shops like that, or you can buy it online through the DMV. Another critical piece of equipment is a map. Now, luckily Deschutes National Forest has a really good map for both uh, snowmobiling and skiing and snowshoeing right on the page for 10 Mile Snow Park. I definitely encourage printing that off in advance because like I said, there's plenty of terrain to explore out here. All right, well, let's talk about the actual trail system. Now, again, I'm gonna focus on ski and snowshoe trails just because that's what I've got. I'm on a journalist salary, I can't afford a snowmobile, so that's what I'm gonna focus on. And there's two choices here from the snow park. So from the parking lot, two main non-motorized trails branch out in opposite directions, and those are Ponderosa Rim and Paulina View trails. If you're just snowshoeing to the waterfall, it's about six, it's about a six mile trek out and back following Ponderosa Rim Trail. As the name suggests, it takes you through Ponderosa Pines before following the creek up to the waterfall viewpoints. I'll have a little bit more on the viewpoint there, but as far as the snowshoe trip goes, it's, it's really as simple as that up and back. However, if you're skiing like I was, there's a nice natural loop by combining Ponderosa Rim and Paulina View with a stop at Paulina Lake and Lodge. That full loop is a little more than seven miles round trip, and both trips do climb some elevation. There's a few little technical spots, so I'd rate this as a moderate to challenging trip. There is definitely an option to ski or snowshoe to the summit of Paulina Peak, at nearly 8,000 feet on the active volcano. Very cool. And there's even some hidden hot springs out there. I'll get into both of those experiences at the tail end of this podcast. 
All right, so let's get into the actual trip. So as I mentioned, I was cross-country skiing, but also carried my snowshoes, and I'll explain why in just a bit. So I headed out on Ponderosa Ridge, and it was a pretty straightforward climb, heading up about 800 feet. This route definitely gets more traffic because I think this is where the snowshoers go. It was still a doable ski uphill. So after three miles and crossing the snowmobile routes twice, you reach the viewpoint for, for Paulina Creek Falls. There's a nice viewpoint of the falls from the top at a platform. And so that's kind of the easy way to do it. You come out to that platform, you can see the two waterfalls. And if that's all you're there for, that's great. But there's actually a more adventurous option for better views as well. So in the summer, if you've been there in the summer, there's a trail that goes down to a lower viewpoint, which has definitely better views of the waterfalls. It's covered with snow in the winter, but it's still easy enough to follow. So what I did was I swapped out my skis for snowshoes and then headed down to that lower viewpoint, which gives a nice upward view of the waterfalls in this deep snowy canyon. So that's where I got my favorite pictures of the trip. And I've actually seen some pictures that show the waterfalls almost completely frozen. So that'd be pretty cool if you're out there on a colder day. I brought those snowshoes just because the trail down to that lower viewpoint is pretty steep. Uh, it wasn't something I was going to try on skis. So, you know, that was the reasoning there. All right, we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. But when we return, we'll continue up to Paulina Lake, stop at a restaurant, and then head back the way we came. I'll also have a little bit on the climb up Paulina Peak and some hidden hot springs. So that's when we return. I'm Tiffany Roddy with Roseburg Forest Products. As a professional forester, I was drawn to Oregon by the trees and the vastness of Oregon's majestic outdoors. I'm proud to work for a family-owned, fully integrated wood products company with a deep commitment to our industry and our communities. Roseburg's sustainably managed timberlands are open for recreation and provide natural wood products that help make people's lives better from the ground up. We are proud members of AFRC, sponsor of the Explore Oregon podcast. Learn more at amforest.org. message is brought to you by Visit Tillamook Coast. The Tillamook Coast Visitors Association is excited to bring back their Volunteer Adventures Program for 2024 that will welcome groups from inside or outside Tillamook County to lend a hand in stewardship programs while also having a good time. One example of an itinerary would be spending one day clearing invasive brush or working on a hiking trail the next would include something like a guided hike or kayak trip, the type of activity that highlights the Tillamook area and shows why doing stewardship projects is so important. All meals, lodging, and activities are included. The program is designed to offer participants the opportunity to give back to our popular area while also learning the vital role stewardship plays in preserving our natural places. If you want more information or to sign up early, Search for Tillamook Coast Volunteer Adventures or email danhag at dan at tillamacoast.com. Once again, that email is dan at tillamacoast, all one word, 
www.thepowerhouse.com. Our third and final sponsor is the Oregon Parks and Recreation Department that invites Oregonians to explore parks this fall and winter to experience the beauty of those seasons. If you're camping, remember to get firewood from sources local to your destination to avoid bringing invasive insects, such as the devastating emerald ash borer, into parks. This will help preserve the health of Oregon's forests for seasons to come. Learn more about protecting Oregon's ash trees at stateparks.oregon.gov. All right, welcome back. So I spent a decent amount of time around Paulina Falls, enjoyed those various forms of H2O for all that I could, and then when I was done with that, I continued up the trail to Paulina Lake and Lodge. The snowmobile and ski trails all kind of merge here at the lake, and there's a few different ways to kind of swing it once you get here. I just dropped down to the lake for some nice views of it, surrounded by the snow and ice. It was a cloudy day, so I couldn't see the peak rising overhead, but normally I think you could. At that point, I headed over to Paulina Lake Lodge Restaurant. In winter, it's open on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, but they do recommend calling in advance. Believe it or not, there is a prime rib dinner that is definitely a specialty for this place, but there was a few other items on the menu when I stopped in, including some burgers, some sandwiches, sides, and even beer. So if you want to have like live the high life at the midway point of your ski trip, uh, this place definitely allows that to happen. It's The restaurant is definitely a snowmobile spot, and that's, that's normally who you're going to meet there, but everyone was super friendly. And look, as I've covered in this podcast in the past, snowmobile groups are the ones who came up with the idea for Oregon's snowpark system. A lot of them make it function. They put in a ton of money and labor into it. So I guess what I'm saying, if you're a skier or a snowshoer, don't be one of those ones that looks down your nose at snowmobilers. Like we can both enjoy the same terrain. I love snowmobiling. I would probably do it more if I had more money, but that's a different conversation. So after the lodge, there's kind of two choices about what you can do next. So if you're feeling spry and you want to add a few more miles to your trip, the Paulina Nordic Loop is just a few miles and adds more views of the lake. So you can take that ski tour. It's just like a little loop uh, beginning and kind of an ending right in the lodge area. So if you wanted to do that and include it with everything, that would probably bring your total up to around 10 miles for the entire tour. If you're up for it, this is also where a trip up to the top of Paulina Peak would begin and where you can start going around to find the hot springs. I wasn't quite up for that, so I snapped a few pictures of the lake and then headed back to pick up the trail for my return journey home. Okay, so to be totally honest, at up to this point, I really enjoyed the snowy waterfall, the forest, the lake, the lodge, but skiing on Ponderosa Rim, it wasn't like the best experience. It wasn't bad, it wasn't great. But my favorite stretch of actual skiing was definitely on Paulina View Trail, heading back from the lake to my car at 10 Mile Snow Park. So this trail didn't have any snowshoe tracks and it traveled downhill at a really nice, consistent, but mellow grade. It was sort of the perfect downhill ski experience. I could get a really great glide going, I could eat up these miles and just have some fun while enjoying the scenery. When I talk to people about why I like to cross-country ski so much better than snowshoeing, 
It's just because you get these great moments where you're just swishing through the forest. It's got all the benefits of hiking or snowshoeing where you're enjoying the forest. You know, you're taking it all in, the smell and everything like that. But it's just like 30 to 40% more fun when you're on skis. That's just my opinion. Now, I don't have a whole lot else to add about the Paulina View Trail other than that it was just a fun trip back to my car. The roughly seven-mile tour with some elevation gain was right about the perfect level of difficulty at this point, honestly, and I returned to my car just about the right amount of exhausted. Okay, so let's finish up with two things that I didn't do myself, but that you can definitely do at Newberry. The obvious one here is Paulina Peak, the big 7,984-foot active volcano with incredible views at the top. In summer, there's a road that you can drive all the way up to the top viewpoint. In winter, that road becomes a snowmobile trail as it's covered with snow. I've seen plenty of videos and write-ups about skiers and snowshoers who did travel to the top of that road, and you're certainly allowed to ski on snowmobile routes. You just got to be careful, stay to the side, don't get in people's way. But especially on a nice weekend, if you're going to the top of that peak, you're probably going to have quite a number of snowmobile friends joining you on it, so just keep that in mind. And also keep this in mind, just from the lake, after you get up to the lake, it's another 2,000 feet of climb to get to the top. So it's going to be a big day if you're trying to do it all in one day from 10 Mile Snow Park. The other item I wanted to hit on was the hot springs. There actually are hot spring pools along the edges of Paulina Lake. I've never visited them personally, and the reviews are pretty mixed. But at least one write-up did add that they were around 95 to 100 degrees, which kind of keeps you just warm enough to make it all worthwhile. I've also seen some other pictures of the hot springs in winter. Don't look that appealing, um, but, you know, do your research. And if you want to head out there and try it, I love hot springs in the winter. So, you know, go out there and get it. So kind of to sum things up, whether you're coming out here for an easier trip to the waterfall, a longer ski tour like I took, or, you know, an ambitious trip to the top of Paulina Peak. This is definitely an area worth checking out just because there's so much terrain to explore. Finally, once again, one more plug. For the best information before heading out there, I would just give the Bend Fort Rock Ranger District a call in advance. You can get information on snow conditions, on access, and all the up-to-date information. All right, well, that's about all the time we have left in today's show. If you liked what you've heard, check out our catalog of more than 60 episodes featuring Oregon's most beautiful and interesting places at statesmanjournal.com explore, along with Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. We'd once again like to thank our sponsors, beginning with the American Forest Resources Council. AFRC supports responsible forestry on public lands throughout the Pacific Northwest for our environment, for our economy, and for the future. Learn more at amforests.org. We'd also like to thank Visit Tillamook Coast. If you want to plan a trip out there, you can check out their outdoor recreation map that shows all the places to hike, swim, boat, and camp. You can find that map at tillamookcoast.com slash recreation hyphen map. Once again, that's tillamookcoast.com slash recreation hyphen map. And thanks to the Oregon Parks and Recreation Department, which stresses the importance of recreating responsibly and leaving no trace in Oregon's outdoors. 
Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us next time for the next edition of the Explore Oregon podcast.